0: This insert is brought to you by Radio K-Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.
1: Welcome, welcome listeners. Uh, You are back with us on the 8th of November at 6.30. We are so excited to have with us uh, Pastor Gerard. um, It's not a title for him, it's uh, his calling. And the task that the Lord has given him. Welcome to our program today Gerard.
2: Thank you very much uh, Friedrich and Suki and thank you for the opportunity. uh, Hello listeners, great great, uh, speaking to you for a while.
1: Yeah, so in our program um, we often stress we deal with reality, restoration and redemption in the face of addiction. But to get to that point where you can face your addiction, there are many things that need to happen first. So we are going to talk in this program more about surrendering our life and will to God so that we can surrender our hurts, hang-ups and habits and addictions to Him for change and wholeness and healing. So I'm really looking forward to our time together.
3: Mm, And our topic in short, listeners, is I can't, God can. Because sometimes we try too hard to do things by ourselves, and we do not depend on our Father, our heavenly Father so Gerrit, what was your experience um or your story around th- these topics of of i can't and surrendering your life
2: uh well thank you um i think what is what has happened in my life um, i haven't ha- i haven't had major addictions. But we all do have some kind of addictions, whether it's physical drink that we take mm-hmm.
0: in, ex- in,
2: in excess or, or anything, or, it's, or whether it's gossip or negative thoughts, it mm. becomes an addiction. Mm. And uh, I've learned in my life that maybe I've tried a thousand times to, to stop
0: mm.
2: the, the pattern in my life, um, but the reality is that I have failed a hundred or a thousand and one mm. times. Mm. Exactly. It's it's so um, interesting.
1: Yeah, it's so interesting that you. Sorry, um, that I'll get back to you just now. It's so interesting. A pastor that um, was quite close to us in Johannesburg. He, when we confessed our struggles, our my addiction and Suki's struggles, he said, "You know what? All Christians are actually addicted to sin." because we try and stop over and over and over, but we do the same thing over and again. Mm. Um, so you're you 100% right. All of us have some form of addiction. So, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Gerard, you were about yeah, so, to say so, something else. Yeah? yeah, I
2: was just saying, So I've failed uh, every time I've failed one more time. Mm. Um, it would go well maybe for a week or a month or three months. But then, then it steps in uh, the failure part, and I realized, and also in my thirty odd years in ministry, it's the same pattern all over. Mm-hmm. In yeah. Every person in this area, it's the same.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
2: We all go through the same struggles, whether it's alcohol or or, or, or drugs or uh, immoral life. They 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 in this trap, and they they go to a, a a christian meeting and they are convicted by the holy spirit mm. and then they make plans man mm. made uh, man-made plans to, yes
1: own plans okay, they're going to
2: put mm. uh, own own plans oh. and gonna put these things in place to to stop the onslaught of the evil one and uh, in our own strength, yeah, we, we can we can survive a week or a month, maybe a year or two. Mm,
0: mm, um,
2: mm. But you mentioned, you guys mentioned the word um, of surrender. Yeah. And I just want to add on to that. Uh, surrender is not a once-off thing. mm,
0: mm. Um,
2: When I surrender, this is my take on it, when I surrender, I first need to realize that I'm wrong.
0: mm Mm. And
2: I need to stop the self-justification. I need to stop blaming others.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
2: I need to stop blaming my bad marriage or my bad childhood and what has mm-hmm. happened to me.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, because if I if I keep on blaming, then I will never get to the to the place where I can surrender, where I take responsibility for my own stuff. Mm. And and I think um, I'm not an expert on on addiction, but I think it is no matter what kind of addiction there has to be a place where we recognize this is my fault this is my responsibility mm.
0: Mm.
2: and then to surrender to the lord jesus christ yes yes but i, I think see. we can talk about what that looks like mm. Um, mm. because somebody can say yeah i've given my life to the lord now and i'm a new person and uh, then it goes well and then obviously i say kind of obviously uh <laughs> not not randomly but if we do not understand surrender, mm.
0: um,
2: so when temptation comes, you know what the the enemy he, he knows our weaknesses. Yes,
1: he knows the right buttons to push. Hey,
2: he he, he knows exactly, and and he can manipulate mm. situations so that, um, that that those temptations are, are are played out in front of us. Um, Bob Dylan wrote a song in his days when he followed Christ. Uh, and it says when i walk i'm, I'm just giving a, p- a paraphrase it's not mm-hmm. exactly the lyrics but uh, it says when i walk past the open door of temptation and i hear it calling my name mm-hmm. and that's literally what it is that's a that's a picture of what it is mm-hmm. so um, well you on this straight and narrow one to follow Jesus but you walk past this door and and you hear your name being called and uh, you kind of feel obliged to to enter into that into that space where temptation is just uncontrollable and failure is inevitable.
1: Uh, uh, but yeah, absolutely, uh, Gerard. But it's not only for things that are sinful. I mean, if the doctor tells me, uh, "Listen, stop eating sugar mm. because it's bad for your health," or stop yeah. drinking coffee. Because it's going to ruin your life. Mm. And we try so hard on our own and think, Mm. oh, I'm not going to drink coffee. I'm not going to drink coffee. I'm not going to drink coffee. And you drink coffee. Um, So that is also one of the things. It's not sinful to have coffee, but it needs to be surrendered as well Mm. so that the Lord can help
3: you. Like you say, you you walk past that coffee shop and you smell it, and uh, then the door is open and it calls your name. You know.
2: <laughs> it's now it's now funny. I don't know if you're telling my story at the moment.
3: <laughs> <laughs> We're telling many people's stories. <laughs> during the month of
2: May, mm. uh, I went to the doctor and uh, he sent me for some blood test, and the results came back not good.
0: Uh-huh.
2: And uh, he said to me, the only thing he said, he said you must change your diet. And I came home and I said to Sandra, all right, um, I'm going to change a few things. Uh, the one is no coffee mm. Mm. Um, and, ah. and and no sugar. Now, mm. You have to understand, yeah. uh, a soup mm. I, I love something sweet, mm. um, especially, especially fizzy cool drink was, mm. was um, yeah, it was just a, a problem. I didn't realize it, but then I got the results and and that evening we prayed. Mm. and And mm. I think Here is I think yeah it's a key thing in my life mm. I surrendered to the Lord the right to have coffee and the right to have physical drink and sugar mm. mm. in surrendering really, because as you say it's not a simple thing but it's not good, and I surrendered the right to have that
0: mm.
2: Mm. Um, and I can say today uh four or five months later um it's still a struggle i mean mm. I, as you guys know, um, my wife has got a coffee shop, and <laughs> I work two, two days. <laughs> I work two days a week there, and and I mean, what, what is better in the morning than a fantastic hot cappuccino? Mm. Uh, but I've given up my rights, mm. and you see, I believe that boundaries, boundaries is an important thing, and I would like to touch on something else that I feel is also very important. But boundaries, there's something different between a boundary. A law and a rule. Mm. Can I quickly yes, explain please, my take on please. this? Yes, mm. All
1: right. Uh, um, I'm gonna uh, have a, uh, out. We we have a few seconds left before we need to take a break. So keep that thought, mm. and uh, after the break, please uh, share that thought with okay. us.
3: We'd love to hear. Get back okay, to you after great. the break, listeners. Pastor Gerard, welcome back, listeners. I'm so excited to, to speak to, uh, we are excited to speak to uh, Pastor Gerard. And he's busy talking to us about the process of surrendering, the part that says, I can't, only God can help me. Mm. And, it's, and just to remind you once again, listeners, it's not only for people with addictions. As you know, in this program, we deal with hang-ups, habits. We all have habits, like uh, mm. what we need to break. And of course, then we have those habits that turn into addictions. So um, this is really great because I think what we're talking about is is, is for all those uh, those different things that we struggle with. So, Pastor Gerard, just before we had left, you wanted to tell us m- about the difference between a boundary, a law, and a rule. Please tell us about that. How do you see that? Right. <clears throat>
2: okay. I think it's important to understand this. Um, I believe a law is um, something that is God-given, like the law of gravity.
0: Mm.
2: If you throw, if you throw your, your iPad into the air and you start praying that it <laughs> will not fall and break, <laughs> it's very unlikely that that will happen. Mm. There's a law mm. in place which is, which is governed and given by, by God the Father, and, and that's like, like gravity. So mm. laws are given by God, um, rules are given by governments. Um, you travel somewhere and there's a sign that says one twenty, and um, if you disagree with that sign,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, you will have the consequences if they catch you, because there's a rule in place. Now mm-hmm. we call them laws, road laws, or whatever, but they are actually just rules, um, so that we can live. Everyone, there's a stop sign. There's a there's a rule in place. Every uh, 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 employer has got certain rules mm. so that the whole thing functions well um, so a law and a rule is kind of enforced onto us mm. and we just have to obey it's boundary, out-
1: That that is outside in
2: exactly mm. exactly mm-hmm. but a boundary a boundary if, if, if my wife told me when we got married I don't want you to mess around with women Um which is then, if she gives it to me, then that's a rule, okay, mm. then it's from the outside into my life mm. and as 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 a christian or a non christian we we very easily and naturally rebel against laws and rules mm. Mm. we really rebel not not thinking about it we just we just rebel because we are rebellious people um And so a boundary is something that I put into place for my own life. Mm. Mm. So we've got financial boundaries. We've got all kinds of boundaries in our lives. And I've got boundaries in my own life. So no matter where I go uh, with my wife, without my wife, she knows my boundaries because I made my own boundaries. Mm. I didn't didn't enforce my boundaries on someone else. So a boundary is something that... I decided I want to live by mm-hmm. and then obviously, as a Christian, I use uh, uh, biblical principles to determine mm-hmm. my boundaries mm-hmm. so, um, so just as a as a as a matter of fact, um, being in ministry over 30 years, I have never ever, never ever met with a woman alone, mm-hmm. um, and my children are now big, and they know their dad has never been with a woman even for counselling, never ever mm. have been alone. Mm.
1: That's my mm. boundary.
2: Very important. And uh, you see that the, the, the enemy does, he doesn't He does want us to fall, he just wants to put a, a, a question mark over our lives. Mm. So he wants to put, a, put us in a situation where there's a question mark. And then that's enough. His, his agents will work. Mm.
0: <laughs> mm.
2: Mm. Exactly. <laughs> they will drive we will it. work for mm. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so that that's very really important um, in my life.
0: Mm.
2: Um, so, so boundaries. I want to encourage listeners: um, if you don't have boundaries for your own life,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, how can you live? Uh, mm-hmm. How can you live? Mm-hmm. And, and, um, and I think we, we need to step over to how do we surrender to God and to God alone? Mm-hmm. If we can't do it, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because if we if we surrender to the Lord and His Lordship, then obviously we are in a position where we can. Mm. Um, Mm. Create completely new boundaries.
3: Gerard, what other examples of boundaries do you have for your own life? You just mentioned the one now, because I think it's so important. It's based on scripture, it's based on values, and it's to help us to stay within those values
1: and to be safe.
3: And to be safe. Um, That's what I hear you saying. So, can you give a few more examples of possible boundaries that people could put in place if they haven't thought about that?
2: all right financial boundaries sexual boundaries
3: hmm.
2: uh sexual boundaries in our marriage sexual boundaries outside um s- uh, boundaries regarding in-laws family friends um, okay one boundaries.
3: give a give a give an example <laughs> when it comes to in-laws or friends and just people well, because it's hard to put boundaries so i want people to hear examples of how to apply it to that practical right
2: if 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 Sandra and myself if we agree that that family or that friend or um is not good for our relationship mm. uh we've been through a stage maybe where where we've been hurt when we visit those people they um they're hurtful they're not kind can mm. we can we create a boundary and say all right once they're here um on these and these conditions we will visit them maybe for a Christmas or a birthday. And we're going to stay there for two hours
0: mm.
2: and that's it and if if they do anything that is upsetting, then we will both leave mm. without being nasty without leaving an atmosphere mm. but we we will just have something going that we have to leave now mm. Um, mm. and we apply it we really do apply it mm. and it's safe um, it, it 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 gives a an atmosphere in, in our lives where we where we know each other's hearts, we know each other's boundaries, we've agreed upon them, we've negotiated them, and we live according to them. Yeah. That's it.
1: And and, and so, a, in, yeah, it's so important. I'm so glad you are saying that, uh, Gerard, is that those family members or other people in our lives, when they know about these boundaries, then they don't have to take it personally. They will know, okay, that's Gerard and, and Sandra's boundary. Um, this is what is going to happen, so we can expect something. So it actually keeps them safe as well. Unless, it, it does. Uh, and, unless you get some people that are boundary violators, mm-hmm. but then you them. can take steps because you've put a boundary down and they are violating that boundary.
3: Mm. But they That's already right. decided right. what they're going to do, Hey, mm. They will leave.
2: Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's like you, you've got a brand new car and somebody wants to travel with you and you wants to smoke in your car and you say, sorry, we've got this boundary in that nobody smokes mm. in the car. Mm. It, it, it's just, it, a boundary is, is, is safe. I mean, we build our houses and we have boundary lines. Yeah. So yeah. my neighbor knows if he comes into this space, he's trespassing. Mm. And spiritually and in friendship, it's the same thing. Don't yeah. trespass into my boundary.
0: Wow. Um, just,
2: just a short little, little test, twenty-some years ago I was with a bank and every Friday at the bank they would go up to a, 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 a area where you can play darts and snooker or whatever and mm-hmm. also have a few drinks and uh, we had the rule that I will be home by five. Mm-hmm. So I would join them, I would have my, my fizzy. And then uh, at quarter to five, I will leave. So that gives me 45 minutes with my colleagues. And then I leave. And one guy, as I left, shouted, uh, oh, he's very scared of his wife. Mm -hmm. To which I replied, no, I'm not scared. She's much prettier than you. I love (laughs) her more than all of you. And it's much better being with her than with you guys. And then... And then I left, and they all laughed, but I wasn't offensive, right. and I just stated a fact. Yeah. And, and, and the next Friday, when I left, quarter to five, uh, one of my colleagues walked with me. I said, and now, he said, when you said those words last week, I realized that you're your wife, and I want to honor my wife, too. I wow. don't want her to smell alcohol in my, in, in my breath. Mm. So... It really speaks volumes if we Mm. have values and we live by them.
3: Oh, oh, what a beautiful story. Thank you for sharing that. So something that we haven't spoken about on the program and that I think it's important before we go um, is, you know, we were talking about Christians. Uh, and what we can do But what about people If they have not surrendered their lives to Jesus Then it's not so easy for them to do this <laughs> There needs to be a moment, right? There needs to be a decision So can you t- talk to us more about that?
2: Yeah, there's a scripture If I knew we were going this way I would have uh, <laughs> got the scripture from the word But but there's a, a scripture And uh, in this in this verse It's got two words That many years struck me mm. And it was Consider Jesus.
0: Mm.
2: Mm. Maybe you've never considered Jesus. Maybe it feels like the church has been given laws and your natural instinct is to rebel against laws. Mm. I want you, those listeners out there that that are not walking with Jesus, consider Jesus. Mm. Consider Mm. Jesus. He really is the only way. Out of an addiction a habit or a or a hang-up he's the only way Mm. and he's the only way he's the only one that can sustain their journey Mm. so i want to encourage you just to to, to consider jesus it's Mm. it's the most beautiful two words together um giving some consideration and 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 you will be amazed uh, what He can do in your life mm. to overcome stuff. Mm. Now we're talking about sin and we're talking about stuff that's, that's not sin. Mm. Yeah.
0: Um,
2: mm. But that is, that, that's a habit that we're having. There are many, many, many bad habits out in the church even today. Mm. And if we if we admit the bad habit or the hang-up, then, then God can do something about it. And He's yeah. the only one that can do something
3: about it. Amen. Sure.
1: Thank you so much, Gerard. You've You've summed it up and you've Put that uh, seal in there as Mm. to what to do. So, Mm. listeners, um, if there is anyone that has been touched by this uh, message that we received today and you want to speak to somebody about surrendering your life to God, come to a point or meet with somebody that's a Christ follower, that's a Christian, and tell them what you you would like to do, or uh, give Radio K Pulpit a call. And somebody on the line there will be able to help you to make that decision or reach out to the the pastor that you trust. Um, Mm. But don't let it slip by. Mm. This is an incredible opportunity. If
3: you struggle with a hang-up of a hurt or a habit and you cannot overcome it, you cannot do it on your own only God can. Mm. we had so many testimonies of that on this program and with that listeners we want to say goodbye and we want to thank you for listening until next time God bless
1: God bless
2: bye all
3: this insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. please visit kpulpit.co.za